Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Inside White Center. My name is Frank Johnson. Hi, I'm Pat Thompson. And we are so glad to be uh, back here with you guys today. Pat, how you doing? I'm great. I'm yeah. doing really, really great. It's a beautiful day. We've had a great uh, week of weather. How was your week? Uh, it was it was very long, uh, a lot longer than than I than than I anticipated it to be. How it, come? What happened? Uh, you know, it was just one of those weeks where, you know, there's so much on your plate, and even when you make a plan, yeah, it doesn't. It, the plan, the yeah. plan goes through, and then there's just more. Right. And then, and and it's as I was, I was telling my friends, I was like, I took the trash out twice this week, <laughs> and uh, it was become a trash comes on Monday. And then I come home and the, empty, the trash is gone. And then I came and then I, the next day I put it back out on Tuesday. And, and uh, <laughs> I come back home and I was like, I didn't take the trash. There's still trash in there. But uh, that's, uh, you know, it was just a really long week. But the sun really helped out with that. Yes, and, it did. Uh, it really I'm did. I'm just really blessed to have the sun shine out and giving us some, some light during that's these. That's fantastic. Moments, so. How about breakfast? Would you have, uh, listen, I love listening to Frank talk about food because I'm just going to ask about breakfast and he's going to tell us everything. <laughs> What happened at breakfast? So uh, went to Patrick's today. If you guys don't know, Patrick's is a, 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 a White Center staple. Uh, some of the best baked goods that you got. I believe he's a, he's a baker uh, by trade, um, based out of Hawaii, correct? Yeah, or he's from, he's Hawaiian, Hawaiian, but he's been in Seattle for a long time. Long time. Um, and so, I had the burrito. Had the breakfast. It's not a breakfast burrito. It's on the menu. It doesn't say burrito. It might actually say burrito wrap, but I don't know. But it, it was whatever it was. It was wrapped up in the in the tortilla and with eggs and black beans and salsa. It looked huge. It was really big. I have half of it. It's in the car. It's in the car right now uh, because I couldn't finish it. Remember? Yeah, I couldn't finish it. What about you? What'd you have? I had a spam omelet with kimchi. Mm-hmm. And so I was pretty happy. I feel nourished. <laughs> I who just... says that I feel nourished after having spam? <laughs> I'm, I'm Pat feel... Thompson does. That's who. <laughs> I feel sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also got these um, these immaculate scones uh, that they're whipping up out of there. Um, uh, Patrick, if you're listening to this, I don't know what you're putting in those scones, but whatever you're putting in there, just keep on putting it in there. Yeah, I tell people that they're the best scones ever. They oh really goodness. are. But then I'll have one, and I'm like, yeah, this is why I tell people they're the best scones ever. And it was just melty, warm-ish, and and like smooth like butter. It makes it feel like they made that one that you picked just for you. Yeah. Just for you. But yeah, it was a good, good that's, morning. And, that's quite an endorsement. Right, right. Hey, Patrick, put me on, buddy. Put me on. <laughs> uh, anyways, we have a very special guest here with us today. We have Mr. Justin Cox. Hello, How you hello. doing, brother? I'm doing hey, Justin. Great. I'm doing great. How you guys doing? Good. Uh, nice man, to see you. Living the dream, man. Living the dream. Uh, very happy to have you here on the show. Um, just get, get right into it. You know, uh, you are a community person. You are originally, you're not from White Center. Is that correct? You're I was not, I was not born here. I was actually born, uh, in Compton, California. In Compton, California. Yeah. What, what inspired the move to come from, uh, from here to there? Uh, right, so right it's, to it's actually, uh, my, my pops, uh, you know, he, he, he was born in Compton, California as well. My mm-hmm. pops was, and my mom's, uh, you know, it's kind of, a uh, it's kind of like a little teenage love thing going on. Oh, I got you. Pops was, 
Pops was like, you know, athlete stud. Moms mm-hmm. was church girl. <laughs> um, and, and then, you know, but the streets of Compton kind of hit, you know, Pops, uh, uh, my my uncle who mm-hmm. was murdered yeah. and um and, and pops was just like my uncle was the one living the life and he kind of kept that blanket over everybody because yeah. he was he was not to be messed with so um so pops uh pops thought it was a be- better idea to get out of town you know oh. like let's get let's get away from all this and you know at the time my mom is 23 years old with three boys mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I me and my that. older brothers um and so pops wow. came to Seattle got established mm-hmm. sent for moms and us. And um and mom's like I can't leave my family. Yeah. Like I, I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> that was the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, they had agreed that mm-hmm. um, as we were going into high school, mm-hmm. we would come to Seattle. So up until then, we would just come for the summers. Yeah. Uh, we would spend the summers up here and visit. I thought it was the weirdest thing because I thought it was impossible for rain to happen in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was not until true. You came until to I Seattle. came to Seattle, that like, is a California it's boy raining. right there. <laughs> it's July. It's July and it's raining. Yeah. And I was like, "Yo, this is crazy." It ain't even that like Northwest. that hot right. rain. It's like that. It's like like it rains in the summertime. It's like, oh, it's sixty degrees. Right. <laughs> it is raining. Absolutely, absolutely. So, that, um, so when I um, my freshman year of high school, um. My two brothers were already up here. Mm-hmm. I was doing my thing in L.A. with mm-hmm. sports, but I was still kind of getting in trouble here and there. Gotcha. Um, you know, uh, I, I grew up, growing up, I always had a real bad temper, so I would get into fights all the time. Um, and my mom was, like, kind of done with it, but basketball was looking promising. For sure. And then also, I always did well with school. Mm-hmm. So my mom was like, you know, if you want to. Like, I had the basketball coach used to come to my grandma's house uh- when I was in eighth grade. Like, <laughs> no, like, we need this kid yeah. here. And so, um, so my mom was convinced to let me try high school in LA. Mm-hmm. So I tried my freshman year, mm-hmm. uh, and it just this didn't set out nah, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is like that playing back my. So she was like, "You got to go with your dad, you I know, go with your dad and your brothers." And um, to this what year day, was man, that? What year was that? Um, two thousand two. 2002, 2002, 2003, something like that, around there. And what so, grade were you in? I was going into my sophomore year, mm-hmm. and okay. I, you know, I can't thank her enough for that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just for the simple fact that it, it was kind of like a match made in heaven. <laughs> you, <know>? you hesitated <laughs> there, but I, yeah, I love yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Because like, you take a young black kid out of Compton, mm-hmm. right. and you put him in Bellevue or Kirkland, mm-hmm. I'm gonna right. be in hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. like, but you put me in White Center where mm-hmm. there's enough ruggedness mm-hmm. and enough ghetto-ness. Mm-hmm. You feel But right still home. community. Yeah. To where I felt comfortable and I felt welcome and I felt, I felt okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't feel like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can't ever, I can never thank my parents enough for making that happen for me because, like. LA ain't, it ain't changed. <laughs> well, we're glad you're here. I'm super glad you're here. Definitely, man. Uh, I know uh, in terms of, uh, you, I, I, let's see, because you were a senior. When, when were you a senior? Was 2006. That? 2006. So I think I was just coming in as a freshman uh, to at Evergreen High School. And I so I remember you playing basketball. 
and whatnot and you know graduating yeah, you, i loved you, watching that team by oh, the way man yeah. that, that was good, y'all, ah, good times and uh you went to did you 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 were a coog right go coog I, I know pat Coops pat went through. Pat, that was the first thing that, that, i didn't even say that <laughs> i did not even say that this guy went there all by himself and while we're there Go Coos. Do I know something? Yes. I don't know if Pat actually even knows this, uh, but she is probably the main reason I wow. went to college. Oh, man. Um, in high school, I had won some scholarship money, mm-hmm. and, I, and one of the scholarships was, I think it was the Jack Thompson Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, for me, I wasn't really thinking, you know what I'm saying, because mm-hmm. nobody in my family had gone to college. Yeah. Um, I had teachers and things that I were that I was close to, I was like, no, you need to go to college. Like, right. this is something that you need to do. But I still kind of, like, swindled my way through mm-hmm. to where it's like, I'm not there. So I graduate high school, and I'm like, not there. And Pat calls me one day. I was like, yo, you had the scholarship money. Like, you got to use it. <laughs> <laughs> you better figure it out. Like, right. <laughs> you got to use it. So, no kidding, like, that day, huh? I, I, did a, I did a semester. No, I did, a, I did a not quarter, know this I did story. two quarters uh-huh. at uh, South Seattle. Yeah. So, yeah. that day, I went to South Seattle Community College, mm-hmm. and I was like, Pat said I got to use my, my scholarship <laughs> money. No, I so never heard this story. Let's sign up. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's and so, hilarious. I sign up. I get my class schedule. It's already, like, a week into the quarter, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> this is how, like, like yeah. I think Pat was kind of on it, but the dates were off. <laughs> So it's like already a week into the quarter, and I go in there like, yo, just give me whatever classes you got. Like, yeah. I don't even care. <laughs> you know? I don't even care. Right? You went in there and handled business, though, didn't and, you? And, I, and so I go in there, and one of the things, they put me in English one-on-one. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I got to write papers? <laughs> like, oh, man, like, why am I paying to do this? <laughs> why, why am I doing this? Like, why am I paying to do this? But it was easy for yeah. me. Yeah. You know? I was like, yo, if I can do it, like, why not? Yes. And I remember, like, talking to my, my pops. And he was like, man, as long as you're going to school, yep. you ain't got to worry about nothing. Right? Yep. Wow. <laughs> that was the same thing. Like, yeah. You ain't got to worry about nothing. So two quarters there. And then Aron, Aron Andu, my mm-hmm. brother, yeah. um, he was applying um, to colleges. Mm-hmm. And he asked me to help him with his personal statement. Yeah. I wrote the whole damn thing uh-huh. for him, yeah. right? And he looked at me, he's like, yo, why don't you just do it yourself? Like, right. Why don't you apply? Yeah. And I was like, well, he said, like, you just, like, this is the bulk of it. Yeah. So I wrote my personal statement, sent in some, nice, man. some applications. And what a great story. <laughs> That's a great story. You want, here's, here's another funny part about it, right? I get the acceptance letter from Wazoo. That was the first school that accepted me. Yeah. That's right. It right? yeah. was the first school that accepted me. And I still wasn't really thinking how big it was, right? Yeah. Uh, my <laughs> sister-in-law, Michelle, mm-hmm. Michelle Mika. Oh, yeah. I set the uh, the acceptance letter on the table at her place. Yeah. Like a week later, she was using it to sweep up. Oh, my god! Like she was using it as a dustpan. Oh, my goodness. And Because I, I just wasn't thinking. Yeah. And so she looks at it and she goes... You got accepted to Wazoo? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. She goes, like, why, like, why wow. is this here and why aren't you excited about it? Wow. <laughs> so then she kind of told everybody and yeah. the next thing you know, it was like, now nah, you got to go. Nah, you gotta go. <laughs> I'm getting all teary-eyed over here. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how it went down. That's, that's awesome. awesome, man. It's a great story. Uh, man, well, with the segue in, we're going to segue into uh, just like, What's going on now? Like you are, you uh, you're, you know that you're a community guy, but 
Uh, I know that you, uh, where are you working now? Where's, what's, what's I'm going working on? with King County Superior Court, Ooh, um, okay. community programs. I'm doing education and employment training. Nice. Um, and basically what that means is when kids are on probation, mm-hmm. oh, excuse me, it's my job to help them get back into school gotcha. and find a job. Fantastic. We have a whole curriculum. We have a whole job readiness training curriculum mm-hmm. um, that we do with them. It's like 10 takes like 10 hours, supposedly, but like 50, 50 <laughs> <Yeah>. for some. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, you know, we get it done. And then uh, we also have a set of dollars that allows us to create what is called a work experience. Ooh. And what we do, we go out into the community. After we find out, like, what the kids are interested in, we mm-hmm. go out to the community and we create work sites for them yeah. so that they can do paid hours okay. for 150 hours. Nice. So, you know, it gives them some experience and it gives them some uh, references mm-hmm. and, you know. Yeah. When you have a young person, like a a case, right, that was called, uh, how long are you usually sort of shepherding that case? How long does it take for a young person to get fully integrated to employment? Um, it's, it, it varies because it's really um, – there's, there's never, like, a cookie-cutter way to right, do it. Like, right. every kid is going to be different. But I think for me, um, I would say typically, like, around three months before you see some positive change. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and after that three months, like, if you were to um, discontinue the work or the relationship, yeah. they have enough to know what right. to do next. Yeah. Um, at least that's how I try to make it because – some kids after ninety days they don't want. Yeah, they don't. They're like, like, I'm, they're like I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Like we've done this. They're like, enough. you're pretty and everything, but I don't really <laughs> kind of done looking at you. You know, and then but then you have some like where they'll never leave you. Right. You know, they'll. I got kids that not from this job, but from like boys and girls. Just actually last night I went to, uh, I went to uh, one of my kids. He turned twenty six. Um, oh, wow. And it was one of the kids when I was 17 years old. I was mm-hmm. working with him at the Boys and Girls Club. Right. <laughs> so, wow. but it's like it's one of those things that where it's, it's for life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it wasn't. It's not work for me um, all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just a way of living. And, Good yeah. for you. Uh, well, thank you for doing that work. It's really important. I'm really glad that someone like you is engaged that way. Thank you. So um, last summer, you were part of a group. You helped us. Uh, Head up a group, a group that brought a Black Lives uh, Matter to march to right. White Center, and we just kind of want to hear about that. How'd that come about? Um, what did you think? Some of your reflections. I mean, it's been what is that? Eight months since. Right. And so, love to hear some of your reflections about the process and about that day and what it meant to you. Um, what it meant I, for me, um, I've been a part of a lot of things. In the community, as far as like community development, um, that was the most powerful thing I've ever been a part mm. of. Fully agree. Um, it was so. I, you know, I can't even find the words, but for somebody who has been very outspoken about social justice and and um, just unapologetically aggressive with it, yeah, you know, like I, I'll throw it in your face, yeah, right. Um, to see that from from my community, to see us show out like that, um, like I, I went home. Honestly, I went home and I just sat. Yeah. And and and, and it, it didn't hit me as like to what what just happened. Yeah. So um, it that meant a lot 
Um, and how it kind of came about, uh, you know, I have been doing marches all over the city. Um, and I, you know, I did a couple of speaking engagements. I did a couple of impromptu speaking yeah. engagements. Too. Yeah. Um, and I, and I just remember thinking you to mean myself. leading up to that? Yeah. Okay. I just remember thinking to myself, like, yo, we could do this in White Center. And some of the kids, some of my youngsters huh. was hitting me up and they weren't asking, they weren't asking if they were asking when, right. You know, they weren't saying, Hey, is it going to happen in White Center? They're like, no, they call and be like, yo, when are we going to do it in White Center? Right. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up getting a flyer. This this is one of the things that really kind of tipped the scale for me. I got a flyer about a marching white center. Hmm. <laughs> and at the time, I'm like, dang, yeah. <laughs> ain't nobody <laughs> told me. Right, right. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here, you know? Oh, um, and so I, I get the flyer, and I immediately shot it over to Pat mm-hmm. and Christian and Aaron, some some of the people who's been doing the work. Oh, man. And nobody knew what it was. Right, none yeah. of us. Nobody knew what it was. So immediately I said to myself, I'm going. Yeah. You know, I'm going to show up because I want to see. Yeah. I want to see just what is going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, had a, I brought a couple of my youngsters with me. To it, and it, it turned out to be probably about forty people. Mm-hmm. Um, and of that forty people, four or five people of color, hmm. and three of them were with me. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so I just kind of sat back and was like, you know what? There's a major issue here. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, there's a big issue with this. Uh, first and foremost, this is not a reflection of our community at all. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly. There are people in place, not because they want to be, mm-hmm. but because that's just how it has been. Right. There are people in place in White Center that are that can lead our community in that type of way. Yeah. But these people who have set this march up didn't know that. Yeah. So you they, know? They, they didn't know how, where to make the right connection. They didn't just know. Was like, we'll just go they on didn't, and go. Right. Yeah. And so I thought, like, that was really like a... a I, I, I try not to be offended by it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like... Coming somebody coming from somebody who's already been displaced, like I, you know, yeah, I was like, yo, this is really like a, a, a clear symbol of what's happening here, mm-hmm. and so I felt like I'm I'm gonna show them how it's done, yeah, <laughs> you know, and I'm I'm gonna connect with the right people, yeah, because those are the people that's gonna make this happen, mm-hmm. right, and so this was, I think on a Thursday or or it it, it took us three days, yeah, right. To put this together. Yes. Um, it took us three days to put this together. And I don't know. Like, I couldn't even begin to count how many people we had there. Oh, my goodness. But it was far more than 40. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think King County, I think I saw something where they were they were guessing around 2,500. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? Does that sound like? It, it, I mean, it was, it was to me. It was at least two thousand. Yeah, so for sure. I, it was. Right. I mean, yeah. if I and then the guess. other thing that was, I thought was really beautiful about that day was, um, there was a group that uh, started their march at South. Do you remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they they started before we started because when we were ready to actually start marching, they were coming up the block. Remember? Right and that they came deep. There deep. was a lot of people deep. from that group, and I just. I remember when they walked up, I'm like, this is real. This is it's awesome. Yeah. I don't think 
anything like that has ever like because i remember when i parked my car and i was just like oh i might not be able to get a parking spot there's so <laughs> many people here i was like i live yeah. here you know what i'm saying and i was just like there was so i had never seen the magnet there's the magnitude yeah. of the energy you know of uh uh just this the for white center to represent yeah and come out like that was something that in all of my years and like you know I'm I'm from the central district so you know been, we, my mom dad and them, we've been protesting stuff for a long long time for a lot of things but in the home of white center to see the, every culture and everybody stand up for what's right and like to shout about it it was just like we we ain't yeah, scared I we feel like talk about it we I felt like we were all there here. weren't we yeah we were all and there. and kind of before we go any further i feel like we need to give super props to easy does it car club oh that was, so white that was right the there. best right that was so white center right the easy there. And does then, it like, car that was club, one of those man. things out, out. yes the easy does it like that was one of those things where like when people ask me about it that's one of the first things i bring up because that's so white center. right right to, like extremely I, all of out of all of the protests and marches that I've been to, there were people on bikes, like, blocking off right, the roads. Right, right. And they're dope people. Yeah. Right. That's cool. But, like, White Center showed out. We legit had a lowrider group <laughs> blocking the streets off. There were some nice riders. cars, too, weren't they? <laughs> oh, my goodness. There were some goodness. nice cars. Right. The, but the other thing, too, I was going to say is that there were uh, cyclists they, yeah. that, were, and they that were helping. The, they were they were it was awesome. They were, they were blocking. I saw them over by uh, Steve Cox Park, and uh-huh. they were blocking off there. And... I just like man, we got everybody here. I loved that. Yep. Just so so beautiful. That was that was a beautiful thing. And, and I, it was hot that day. Oh the, man, the, it the was weather hot. showed out yeah, for us. The weather was, was on point. Yeah, we we did. Yeah, Weissner did his thing. Weissner did his thing that day. Well, thank you for all your work and getting that. Yeah. So meant a lot to me too. Same same. Uh, another segue because uh, you know we just love talking about the things that you do because you do so many things and I uh, kind of wanted to touch base on uh, you know uh, the grapevine has you know mentioned this basketball league that you that that you do can tell us about that I, yep. oh well we we're, it's more so of a, a program right uh-huh. and that's what we're trying to create I know for me growing up uh, in Weissner, basketball was everything. You know, like oh, yeah. I had I had NBA dreams, hoop dreams, you know. Um, and so I think that's one of the biggest things that uh, that helped save me from um, engaging in the things that I did in LA and in yeah. Compton, right? Because it, those things were very much available in Weissner, mm-hmm. you know, very much. So. But I think when I came here, my basketball coach he. Basketball wasn't a season for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was a lifestyle was, for a teenager. Yes. You're going to play year-round. Like, mm-hmm. we never stopped playing. Yes. And so that's one of the things that I would always say. Like, You're talking about John Burnley, right? Absolutely. JB can you do, Burnley. like, a imitation of John just as, just <laughs> you as know in what? honor of John Burnley? You can you know give something? me something? You want to know something? Like, if you really want – an imitation of him, and I hate I hate to say this, but if you really <laughs> Tell want me. an imitation of him, watch me coach. Really? I get so pissed off because kids will legit tell me I can't understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> and that is what I used to tell him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you saying? That is so awesome. And so Because the man kids, was from Louisiana, right? Yeah. Oh, right and now these kids will legit stop me. In the middle of what, like, I don't know what you're saying. I can't understand. <laughs> Stop the whole game. That must, be, that must be quite an honor for you. It, it, it is big for me. Um, 
you know, that man changed my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I came here. Basketball was fun to me. Uh, and when I met him, it wasn't fun no more. It was serious. Yeah. Right. And I learned about life through it. So, so that's what I'm really. That's what I really want to create is a program that's going to allow kids to learn. Yeah. You know, and and to be community mm-hmm. and to to enjoy it. You know, like I to this day, like one of my that that's where my work ethic come from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's basketball. Like I remember my first day meeting Coach Burnley. He asked me, "Well, what position do you want to play?" Mm-hmm. I said, "Point guard." Right. My brother and all those guys laugh. Like, huh, what? <laughs> like, Man. you know what? And he, he looked at me. He goes, well, you're going to have to work. Huh. And my junior year, I was point guard. Nice. You know, so it was like one of those things where it's like, we're going to teach you mm-hmm. if you're willing to learn. Yeah, yeah. And basketball was that way for me. So I really want to create that program. And we're, we're creating a program. It's going to be called Wolverine Select. Well, it is called Wolverine Select. Wolverine Select, ladies and gentlemen. Come Absolutely, on now. Man. Yeah. <laughs> And so we're working on that, and hopefully, you know, once all this uh, pandemic stuff mm-hmm. uh, wraps up, we can we can hit the ground running. Uh, what and, um, and did you already say? What what are the ages that you're looking for? Third grade to eleventh grade. All right. Third grade to eleventh grade. We want to get them, you know, get them young and, and let them let them learn mm-hmm. yeah. young and teach them that lifestyle that. If you want something, you got to go and get it. Yep. You know, it's so important because so many of our kids, of White Center kids, wind up, get to high school and they say, oh, yeah, I want to play. Never been on the court before. Never been on the baseball field before. <laughs> Never been on the soccer field before. Hey, I want to play soccer. I want to I I I play pro. I, I went to a Sounders game. I'm trying to play. But high school, I've never played soccer before. So I feel like these sorts of programs will help kids get get what they need so that absolutely. when they get to high school they can play mm-hmm. absolutely right as, you know i coach basketball at evergreen high school and that's one of the things that we've been battling with right uh, is that you will have a kid that gets there sometimes they skip their freshman year come in as a sophomore mm-hmm. and they've never played before right yeah. so as a high school coach you start off teaching at a level at a certain level mm-hmm. And it is really daunting to find out that these kids don't have yeah. that stuff before that level. Yeah. You know? And so it, it was hurt. It's been hurting our program for very long. Mm-hmm. And uh, the kids that you're talking about, they they have athletic ability. They have yes, this yeah. thing in them. They just don't have the fundamentals. They don't, you know, they get on the court with other high school kids who've actually been playing since third, fourth grade, right? So even though they come to you with some athletic ability they don't have they don't have the hours on the court that other they, they don't. other players they got don't. right and, so and one, of the, just one of the funniest hard. stories i always tell people is um we were fortunate to fortunate enough to do a basketball camp in the summertime Ooh. thanks to pat and some other people who helped us get there but but that was so regular for me growing up right yeah. right you know i look forward to basketball camp more than i did the regular season yeah yeah and so i was like yeah we need to go to camp like these kids need to see like what happens at yeah. camp and how how much basketball you can play. When you go to basketball camp, you're playing three four games a day. Mm-hmm. You know, all you're doing is sleeping, eating, and hooping. Yep. that's it. Woo! Yeah, you know. And so, I'm telling these kids this: like, you guys are gonna play three four games a day. Yeah, they're not really hearing me. <laughs> right? They're like, oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> right? They're like, this like uh, they think there's some kind of old folktale or something. Yeah. Like, no, like this is what's about to happen. <laughs> And so after the first day of camp, right? Yeah. I I kid you not, I made fun of them so much. After the first day, they were dragging. 
everybody was wrapped up, iced up, taped up, this, that. All these teenagers. Braces, yes. And so we're walking back to the rooms, uh-huh. and every other team, they're fine. Yeah. They got their shoes around their right. neck. They're walking right. like perfectly fine. And I'm right. like, you guys see them? Right. They do this all the time. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so we got to create, we got to give our kids that experience. Yeah, sure, that's you know? right. We have to. They, You're going to learn a lot from it. Yep. You're going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and who knows? Who knows where you're gonna go? Right. You know, you I had a kid. I had a kid that that grew up um, in Weiser, and he had to go to Highline because of his address. But when I met this kid, he had never played basketball before. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a soccer player, you know. But his physique, I was like, dude, <laughs> you can be here whatever you want. <laughs> you know. And so he um, he told me he said, yes, I want to do it. I yeah. said, okay, like if you really want to do it, I will work with you one on one. How old was he at this point? Uh, 14, 13, okay. 13, 14. Mm-hmm. He said, I, I, you know, I really want to do it. I said, don't, don't fool me. Like, yeah. you can't fool me because I'm going to call you out Here on Here comes it. the John Burnley coming out. Right. <laughs> and so um, this kid was, he did the work. He showed up to the gym. He put in the hours. He put in the sweat. And um, his senior year, we broke the game down for him. I said, you got to make two baskets and two free throws every quarter. Yeah. He did his little quick math. He's like, that's 24 points a game. <laughs> like, I was like, hey, but when you break it down mm-hmm. in eight minutes, can you get two baskets and two free throws? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. yeah. Well, then you can do that. Yeah, that's you right. Know? His senior year, he averaged 23.8. Wow. And so it was like wow. one of those things where it's like, put that work in, man. Yeah. And now this kid, it's embedded in him. Right. It's embedded in him. That hard work is going to work. It's going to so pay awesome. off. Yeah, definitely. So we're we're getting that together. Um, look for the flyer to come out soon with more information. Um, if anybody is interested in getting their kid involved in Wolverine Select, hey, reach out to me. Yep, reach out to me. Justin, thank you so much for being on the show today, uh, talking about your life, talking about where yeah. you come from, yeah. and the work that you've done. We appreciate it. And uh, with anything that you ever need, just let us know. Yep. Thanks, uh, Justin. Yes, absolutely. Love seeing you in the neighborhood and working with you and all the all the lives that you're investing in. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. We'll have you back. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. So that's, that's right, it, that, right? That's, that's it. That's the White Center thing. Thank you all for listening, and we will catch you guys on the, the next air. Have a good one. That's right. <laughs>